Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, you you gave us the new intro last week. I did. How did that feel? How did that feel to to switch the tables again? Uh, it it felt good. I was actually sort of surprised. I didn't know um, what was happening when you started talking. Oh, okay. It's, I don't know if it's a sort of like episodic amnesia. Yeah. But you really like you just went at it. Yeah, then... yeah. That that has a little bit of personality in it. That's just me, just like getting after things. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, sometimes it can be jarring when you get that taste of power, hmm. and then to have it like ripped away the next week. Um, so yeah. I just wanted to make sure that you're okay with that. And I mean, I don't know if I really have a choice. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're ironclad. Grit yeah, I mean, I had control. done most of the intros. And, uh, and, and by like most, 99.9% of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I'm not going to lie, last week I was furious. and <laughs> I, I could feel it. I could feel it. There's two things you hate. Uh, losing control. That's... And uh, apologizing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Which, oddly enough, are like two terrible characteristics just in being a human being. <laughs> Yeah, when I just don't have control over any and all situations, uh, I just fly into a, a, a fugue state. A fugue? You fly into a fugue state. <laughs> I guess that's. I, I guess that's my like. Um, you know, that's what my lawyer has told me to uh, uh, to, to say. say and yeah. so, yeah, yeah. So you're not flying into a rage. We've you're got... flying into a state of being that denies any sort of liability. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And uh, and I'd like to. I don't want to go any further. We have a lot of pending litigation, so I don't want to yeah. like. What is your favorite pending litigation? <laughs> I know there's a lot. To there, sort there through, are a what's lot. your favorite one? Yeah, my my favorite one was probably the last time I was at Kroger Mm. and I so I'm at the self-checkout and I'm in an interesting point in life to where I used to draw a firm line on if you don't have let's just say ballpark it 20 to 25 items or less you do not need to be in the self-checkout yeah. However, in our ever-changing world, the self-checkout is becoming a more like just like anything consistent, goes. Yeah, yeah, consistent thing. And so it's like I myself am going through with like just a normal like grocery load. I like I understand that. So at one point I was checking out some coupons and apparently you have to call the attendant over to count the coupons even though the system in the year of our lord 2023 (laughs) is able to scan that coupon to identify that it's not a forgery (laughs) and then and then and then uh, take the discounts off of your thing yeah the loss of control i felt when i was like i just want to i just want to get my groceries get through here as quickly as possible and get some modest discounts. Get some modest discounts and then get on home. Yeah. And then instead, I have to fight the plethora of people that are like, how do I enter my PIN number? How do I add my Kroger like 
a, a customer like account discount like on here, and I'm just like, I just I just need you to count these these coupons. And so the I think the question in my mind mm-hmm. from this story though is where are you still get obtaining where do you get paper coupons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well they're sent to me so again ben there's an algorithm out there mm. that kroger tracks everything that i purchase because i mm-hmm. put in that customer loyalty account like every single time gotta get those fuel you've points. got to you've got yeah. to get those fuel points oh yeah and 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 by that I am giving up control. Again, this is all part of the litigation. I am giving up control to myself, and they're saying that we're going to take all of your data, we're going to analyze it, and then we're going to send you cus- uh, coupons. the coupons. Yeah. And um, and, and so that's, that's the, the only thing that they do with the information. That's that is, to my knowledge, that's the only thing they do with it. Is give you discounts. It's give me discounts. <laughs> uh, but it's very clear that they know that what I'm tracking. And um, mm. yeah, so so again, in the middle of all that, I lost control at one point, and yeah. I again, I I can't speak anymore to it because we're yeah. uh, because you know. it's pending. Yeah. yeah. So all I, I I do know that at the center of that litigation. <laughs> Is a diet sugar-free Hungry Jack syrup coupon, and yes. let me just say, uh, the fact that that coupon exists alone should exculpate you from any kind of liability. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Let me go over, back real quick because that was a great item to just pick out, and also the fact that it's a diet sugar-free syrup. Like, what are we doing in this country? <laughs> <laughs> like. Actually, just getting syrup tapped out of like a maple tree is going to be far more healthy mm. than whatever that was. Whatever that. <laughs> and I don't whatever even Frankenstein's know. Frankenstein's yeah. monster. That I don't one. actually know if that product exists. But <laughs> if you bet me twenty dollars yeah. right now mm-hmm. that that doesn't exist, right. I would take you up on that bet. Uh, sure, sure. I, uh, I would say. <laughs> I would say I'm 99% sure that that does exist. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, we can go right now and check it out. So while we're on the topic of Kroger, I just want to touch base on something real quick that I saw that alarmed me. Oh. And, and it wasn't diet sugar free. It wasn't diet. No, this is, this is something altogether different. Um, terrifying and so you're either gonna have to talk me back like in a therapy kind of way or i'm just gonna bear this burden with you as a brother Mm. and we're both gonna make it through this somehow together all right i'm putting on my therapy glasses (laughs) right now mountain dew has alcohol now what yes they have like a seltzer or like hard (laughs) mountain dew Type of substance. I thought that that was, they sell now. I thought that was outlawed. I thought that was called Four Loco. <laughs> well, what's so wonderful? Yeah, I mean, that is what it is. <laughs> That's what it is essentially. What's so funny, though, to me, I guess, is that I guess it gets back to the roots of Mountain Dew because that's a that's a slang term for moonshine. And oh wow! And so, like, it's really. I, but then thinking about the animal that Mountain Dew has become, the Dew the Dew brand. Yeah, I don't want I don't want alcohol in that. <laughs> no, I I don't want to be blazing down the slopes <laughs> with my bros on our snowboards. Yes, 
totally wasted. No, no, absolutely not. I want to make those memories and I want to remember that trip to the hospital yeah. when I'm just tearing it up with Chad and Blaze and, <laughs> and, and Flame all my, and, and, and Flame, all your bros. Yeah. All my other cool friends. Uh, and, and yeah, I want to remember those yeah. things. Yeah, like and when so, I, when I jump out of the plane mm-hmm. with my wingsuit on. Yes, I don't want to have anything clouding my judgment. Mm-hmm. If anything, I want my senses to be just like buzzing, right? Because I've had so much Mountain Dew. Yeah, that I almost can't get the cap off of the two liter of Mountain Dew <laughs> that I'm chugging while I'm skydiving. Yes. I- <laughs> You know that that has to be like a commercial that they made at some point, right? I, like, I'm pretty sure that that commercial again. If you bet me right now that that commercial doesn't exist, yeah. I would take that bet right. because I I'm 99 sure it does exist. You know the how wild commercials were in the 90s. Oh just yeah, like, like that commercial is probably on somebody's VHS copy of yeah. the 1995 Super Bowl. Definitely, yeah. I was gonna say that, or just them like taping reruns of uh, like Saved by the Bell yes. or um, or the Law- Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> Law and Order, or something like that, and then like just spliced in there is just like a do the do like oh. ad that's a, a part of that. Yeah, somebody's wearing like bright pink oakley goggles mm-hmm. while they're doing like some mundane task mm-hmm. and it pulls away after this like radical mm-hmm. skydiving mountain biking snowboarding <laughs> montage and they're like at a kitchen sink washing dishes and they've like broken a pan in half or something like that and they turn around and their mom's like did you have too much mountain dew (laughs) do you think that alcoholic mountain dew ad in today's day and age is actually like an assisted suicide ad (laughs) (laughs) you won't feel a thing you just open the mountain dew you drink the mountain dew and the soul gently leaves the body yeah yeah, you're you're drinking this because there is no hope left, <laughs> ever, anywhere. Alcoholic Mountain Dew does feel like something out of like Mad Max. Fury oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you got us there finally. <laughs> Instead of water that they're hoarding and protecting, it's just alcoholic like Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's also the key to fertility in that movie. Oh, yes, 100%. Oh my gosh. Alright, so this year, Lindsay and I are celebrating our 10-year anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. That's the only reason I said that. We can end the episode. (laughs) This whole project... (laughs) This whole podcast <laughs> was to was, make it to 10 years, Lindsay yeah. and I, and then now we're just going to cut it off. So this is just could, a crutch for you. That we, I could tell dozens of people listening <laughs> that it's our 10 year anniversary and get really excited about it. So what did you, what do you expect to happen now that dozens of people know that? Um, I think, I think I'll retire and I think I'll just sit back on the modest amounts that I've stored away on my 401k. Okay. Let me rephrase the question. <laughs> what benefits did you think you would reap from telling dozens of people well, that it's your 10-year anniversary? I, I thought 
um, that we would be showered with gifts mm. and accolades. Um, well, the trick's on you. Okay. Because the 10-year anniversary, what you get for that, are 10 aggressive spankings. <laughs> for whom? Well, now dozens of people. Oh, okay. <laughs> ten, so 10 each. From so we're talking hundreds at Hundreds this okay. at this point, yes. Your butt cheeks are going to fall off of your body. Oh my gosh. Well, joke's on you. I'm into it. So, um, <laughs> so slightly related to that, we have decided to go back to where we originally honeymooned, but now 10 years on. The Beach of 100 Spankings. The Beach of 100 Spankings, which in, uh, which in Spanish is Pla Mujeres, yes. which is in Cancun. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we are looking forward to a nice, all-inclusive uh, retreat um, that uh, we definitely are paying way too much for. But, hey, 10 years. You can't pay too much for hundreds of spankings. Of <laughs> What's really weird is we won't be together for those at all. No. Like, this is a separate thing. Well, and it's that, not... Yeah. yeah. And, again... They're not the kind of spankings that could be at all confused yeah. as something that is like enjoyable. No, nobody. These like, are, yeah. The people who are delivering these are not enjoying it. Like no. they are, they are brutal yeah. spankings. We're in some really dangerous water with like <laughs> with with just. Some of the cartel stuff that's been going on in Mexico for a oh, very long time. So, um, yeah. So this is not a uh, El Chapo resort that we're we're visiting in any way. Um, uh, this is actually excellence, and it's and you know it's good because it's right in the name. Mm. And yep. I I am just looking forward to uh, that time to frolic in the sand mm -hmm. and um, enjoy some adult beverages and eat eat until I pass out. So <laughs> there's yeah. nothing more romantic than that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing says ten years than like <laughs> my husband won't get, won't wake up because he ate four <laughs> burgers and <laughs> and we're in Mexico and yeah. there's a very authentic <clears throat> food here, but oh. he's cramming burgers. <laughs> The first time we went, um, I remember we ran into some people that were also from Kentucky. Oh, wow. And we were standing at the bar with them at one point, and they were just getting, like, the, um, like, um, shoot, bucketfuls of yeah. Corona. Oh, yeah. And Classic. Fine. That's that's fine. But it's, like, it's an all-inclusive. You can get whatever you want at the bar, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Except for what you pay for the whole trip. And what you pay for the next day. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. But they were just going after these Coronas. I was like, come on, people. Like, let's think <laughs> let's through, think think about through what we're doing, what here. We're doing yeah. here. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, so did you just slap the bucket out of their hands and say, <laughs> No! No! Actually, we got in a really heated conversation about like whether or not Calipari was like going to be a good fit for the University of Kentucky, <laughs> and and it, it heated in a, like a way that that it was becoming oddly aggressive as we were going because mm. I didn't have a strong opinion about it. I thought it was going to be a good thing, and they were just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, we just we got to get back to those good old days. And I was like, what do you mean? Like the days of Adolf Rupp? Like, like the, like the days, like way back. 
<laughs> so. He's not coming <laughs> He's back. He's not coming back. <laughs> yeah. And so. they were like, you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just chugging Corotas. <laughs> like, I do know that. Uh, yeah, actually. I do know. He is certifiably dead. Yeah. But, um, but, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hold on to hope. I Anything's guess. possible. That's true. <laughs> That's what Kevin Garnett taught us. <laughs> Speaking of nonsense, um, I was thinking uh, today about a place that I visited uh, called the Thoroughbred. Okay. Um, and I'd never been here before, mm-hmm. but it is a uh, an eatery. Okay. It, yeah. It's it's a hole in the wall bar that serves food. Okay. That was that was a quick turn. Because <laughs> when I think of eatery, I see a very different. Like today for lunch, I went to what I consider an eatery <laughs> in Painlick, Kentucky. A hole in the a hole in the wall bar is like yeah, like the Stagger Inn or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So. Actually, yes. And to along those lines, you know. So I went there with a couple of folks that uh, work in the same office that I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all like approaching middle age, you know, 30s um, or early 40s. And, you know, we're not from the neighborhood that the bar is in, mm-hmm. but it's very much like a neighborhood joint. Right. Home cooking, like yep. good food. Um, and when the door swung open, it was like, and we walked in, it was like the scene in a John Wayne movie where like the new guy in town busts in the doors of the saloon and just everything stops. Yeah. The old, the guy at the piano with the frilly things on his arms, like stops playing. And then the only thing that restarts conversation is the bartender's like, have a seat over here, f- folks. And it's just, and then it's like, you know, and they start throwing darts again and somebody's cursing and throwing whiskey yeah. around. It felt just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, this, this feels like another one of our patented trademark concepts <laughs> of we could open, like, I don't feel like, the direction of your story is going that they were trying to like no, this was some sort no. of themed event. We could also do like a themed like restaurant that like oh. all the all of the actors like in it. We have like staged people that like are deliberately like being quiet as people like walk in and just like yeah. And then some guy like stands up and like offers to take you outside for a duel. You know, yeah. <laughs> easy there, Johnny. Easy. <laughs> They're good folks. <laughs> Reminds me a lot of the Dixie Stampede. We'll talk about that some other time. But yeah, go ahead. So I just, I think that this is exactly the kind of place that we should take under review. Mm, Excellent. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And just to get you in the mood, I I think I want to read a couple of good reviews. Mm -hmm. Um, And along the same lines as... Uh, as the the feel that I just gave you for this mm-hmm. place, I found a review that is not surprisingly a five star review. Okay, but it reads like an opening like monologue over a familiar like uh, neighborhood bar scene. Yeah, it's okay. like it's beautifully written. Yeah, it, you know it it 
and I just need to read it to you in that in that sort of tenor. Like imagine yeah. the the camera affectionately panning over the scene yeah. as as these words fall into your ears. Sure. <clears throat> this place is special. It is what it is. And may not fit into some people's aesthetic. It's a funky little shotgun bar with cheap drinks, a friendly staff, and good food. It is my home away from home. The specials change daily and consist of old-fashioned southern comfort food. This is the only place I know that serves home fries, fried bologna sandwiches, and knows how to make a Pittsburgh rare steak. The regular menu is typical bar food of sandwiches with a side, seasonal soups, or the standard meat with two veg. Hattie runs the place. (laughs) She's funny and loud, and corn cob rough, but everybody loves her, including me. It's pure entertainment to sit at the bar on a busy day and listen to her fuss at the kitchen staff while still calling everybody honey. At lunchtime, the place is full to overflowing. By four in the evening, a group of predictable and likable regulars have filtered in. They respect the dictum of no politics or religion, and instead sit around the bar solving all the world's problems. At lunch... Oh, again... This is not right for everyone. If you're looking for uniformed waitresses, ample parking, or something in the healthy, vegetarian, vegan, quinoa range, then this won't work for you. The room is narrow and dark. The walls are covered with ancient horse racing memorabilia. In the winter, it's just a little too cold, and in the summer, it's a few degrees too warm. It's small enough to be your own personal version of Cheers, where everybody knows your name. But it's not big enough to justify more wait staff, so sometimes they get overwhelmed and you might have to wait a few minutes. Still, I love this place. Warts and all. Was this written by Ernest Hemingway? <laughs> I read missing, that. It's missing the dialogue that Hemingway can bring, but like definitely the description. Like I feel like I was there. Yeah. Um, I read yeah. that and I was like, that pretty much says it. Like You just wrote mm-hmm. an, the introduction to a novel set in yes. this in thoroughbred. Yes, yes. This is, yeah, this is... <laughs> um, I mean, you can smell the cigarettes wafting in the front door as people come in and out at night. You can, you know, you can see the cheap beers and the the rich laughter of the regulars. I mean, it's, it is, it's in my heart already. Yeah, yeah. This is the Kentucky version of The Sun Also Rises. <laughs> like, this is, this is, um... This is I, I can see in all of that setup that we have we have like the Corgi place. Oh, we yeah. have a love story potentially with Patty was her name Patty yeah. yeah oh yeah. there's gonna well I think not necessarily with our with our narrator but I'm just saying like there's oh, yeah. something there like she, he he's like it, it's Chekhov's Patty in a way yeah. to where like there's she's going to show up in a meaningful way and. In, yeah. in the third um, act, yeah, right. gonna, all of a sudden <laughs> right. we're going to find out that something like something's going on, yeah, and it, you're going to be worried about it. Mm-hmm. You're going to think, yeah. "Oh no!" Like some, she's not is, there one day. Whenever it, we walk in, and it's just like, "Wait a minute!" Like what? it was colder than usual oh, that day. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she didn't mention she had that appointment earlier, and maybe she just couldn't make it. <laughs> But see, then, like later in the week, you know, the sun is gonna gonna rise again, and you're gonna yeah. have you know the the warm breeze blowing in the front. Door. It also reads like a person that's clearly like traveled, like the <laughs> the concept of a Pittsburgh steak, and like I don't yeah, even Pix- know what that Pittsburgh means. Pittsburgh rare steak. Yeah. I don't know. 
I think what, what I love about Pittsburgh, this, right? like I'm a I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so I have, know a little bit of the culture. But like, is that just like is that is Pittsburgh rare like very well done, or is it not cooked? Pittsburgh like, I'm not rare. Really sure. Pittsburgh rare is when you cut into a steak with just like an an unforged piece of steel, <laughs> and just oil pours out of the inside of the steak. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just raw, just raw steel. It's different yeah. than Detroit Rare, where you take a steak and you mm-hmm. cook it on an engine block <laughs> on a four fifty seven Chevy. Oh man, I don't want to go around the country and figure out all the steaks that can be cooked <laughs> in different places. I think what I love about this is Bill Snyder, who wrote this review, mm-hmm. he's written two Google reviews. Okay. So this is not a man who's traveled. No. <laughs> well, let's give him some credit. Maybe he's traveled and he's just trying out his hand here. And, it could be. This and, could also be one of those guys that, like, he's going to pass away and someone's going to uncover, like, <laughs> volumes of unpublished novels. <laughs> handwritten he's got like he's got his own like sci-fi novels that nobody's aware of like he started his own like cult that like he's like written down all the structure to and that kind of thing and so he's like i'm i'm going to call it the cheers cult because i love that show (laughs) and everybody knows your name because i'm the one that assigned it to them And if they're going to be called to the afterlife, they must go only by that name. Oh my god. Oh man. Well, now I need to go there. Like, that actually, oh, yeah. that is a review that makes me it makes want you... to be yes. at thur- Thoroughbred? The Thoroughbred. The Thoroughbred? Yeah. The Thoroughbred? Sure. Thoroughbred? Thoroughbred? <laughs> thoroughbred? I think what's also unique about that is that I, I'm trying to recall it. I'm not looking at the review anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he said about food. Yeah, I but don't it, remember either. And I don't care. I don't care. No. I just want to be there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna know everybody as soon as I go in. And it's, <laughs> that's exactly it's, yeah, like, it's exactly <laughs> what people who go to a restaurant like this want is a stranger to walk in and act like they know everything yeah. about the place. Yeah, get up to the bar and just like start giving the bartender the business, but you know they're giving it right back, and it's just like yeah, when oh, they mouth off to you, just be like, "Oh, Hattie," <laughs> like my name's John. Oh, I could have sworn it was Hattie. Oh, You're sure it's not? I read a review and I thought it was like, anyways, make me a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Heavy on the temple. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not all glowing reviews. Um, this one here, I think we have to visit a one-star review. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you'll appreciate this. <clears throat> Jane Eubanks wrote... Arrived, rudely told that this is the only table. Sat down at table, which was dripping wet. Waited ten minutes, table drying from the air. No one approached us for our order. We left and won't go back. Menu written on board, which was hidden from view at the only table we have. I realize restaurants may be understaffed, but three waitstaff members and fifteen tables. (laughs) Yeah... You know, this person clearly wasn't, like, getting the vibe. 
yeah. there. Or um, or most of the rules of English <laughs> at all. I, I like this sentence. Sat down at table, which was dripping wet. Which was dripping wet. Well, at least they ran a cloth over it. I mean, how many of these other establishments here in Lexington, like, people aren't going to clean up, like, anything. And so... I think maybe what was happening was that as these people... The, Jane Eubanks is probably very rude. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so she sat down at this table and just all the regulars knew right away, we know what to do with someone like this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they just proceeded to walk over and one at a time just dump a glass of water on the table. <laughs> and she still didn't get the hint. Instead, she she still wanted her food. Yep. She wanted it because what was more important to her in that moment was writing the review, the negative review, mm. and not the actual just like you're clearly not wanted here. And so that's another thing I'm learning about this place is that you you might get that like initial saloon feel, but then based off of our wonderful like earnest review there yeah. that you have just this like really homegrown feel to it. Um, and if if you're not ready to play that game, then you're not welcome at uh, Thurbrand. <laughs> Cattle rustlers are not welcome. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely not. No. And you're going to be sniffed out immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these yeah. are watchdogs. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've got to read you another positive review because mm-hmm. this is fantastic. Yep. All right, <clears throat> great place and clean. Trophy emoji, trophy emoji, gold medal emoji, best gold medal emoji, burger emoji, hamburger I ever had. <laughs> Real hamburger meat, padded fresh daily. The gold medal emoji, fresh cut crinkle, <laughs> cut French, French fry emoji, fries. Gold medal emoji. Sweet tea was absolutely amazing. Stadium emoji. You can also watch horse, horse emoji, races, horse racing emoji, on the nice big flat screen TVs. Old style TV emoji. Soup emoji. Silver medal emoji. Bean soup, not much juice though. You can always ask for more. And the bronze medal emoji, cornbread, corn emoji, bread emoji was too good. You can ask for more... For more beans or more bean juice? Bean soup, not much juice though. You can always ask for more. I think I think think what they're saying is you can always ask for more bean juice. Oh my gosh, you can't always ask for more bean juice. Good night. Just don't say it three times. Bean juice, bean juice, bean juice. And then because you get, then, yeah. And then, because then Hattie like jumps out of the ceiling and it's just like, <laughs> it's like, hey, what are you doing over here? You want to have some more bean juice? And so, <laughs> you don't want to end up with a table dripping wet from bean juice. <laughs> that That's no good. Oh my gosh. No amount of air is going to dry that. That out. is the opposite of the first review that you read. I mean, all of the emojis, like everything. I, clearly, they had a great experience, and I'm very happy for them. But. I did, yeah. They really. I, I, I like their use of emojis because when I read Cornbread, I didn't really know what that meant yeah, until, until I saw the corn emoji yeah, followed right. by. The bread emoji. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, cornbread. You also didn't understand what a TV was until you saw the old style TV. Yeah. Because I've never seen a new style television. Yeah. Right. Nor have I ever heard anything called big flat screen TVs. 
Yeah, because at your house, you still have, like, the TV set that's actually, like, furniture. Yeah. Uh, to where it's a huge, like, I mean, it's... It actually has cabinet doors on the front of it. Yeah, cabinet doors. And the top of it is a phonograph. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the whole thing you have to crank to keep it going, and so, yeah. It weighs 3,000 pounds. <laughs> so, it's actually, it's structural at this point. We tried to take it out with the renovation, but we didn't have enough men. And you're like, I'm trying to watch Eisenhower on the tube. <laughs> thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.